Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Pleasant here um, from the Author Incubator, author of Delight, Eight Principles for Living with Joy and Ease. And today I'm here with the authors of Happy Lawyer, The Art of Having It All Without Losing Your Mind. Are you both on the phone? (laughs) You've got Beverly here right now. Dirk is just in the other room, and he can join if uh, if that's your preference. (laughs) All Hi, right. Beverly. How are you doing? <laughs> doing great. Thank you. Awesome. So I was just spending some time on your website and looking at your wonderful book. First of all, the cover is beautiful. I know that's totally beside the point, like to the side and arbitrary. It doesn't really matter, but it's absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> and I love Thank you so much. Yeah, it's so it's just refreshing. Um, so I live in Washington, D.C., which is home of a bazillion lawyers. Um, and this is not the picture of lawyer health and wellness that I normally see. So I'm really excited about hearing more about your journey and writing the book um, and what it's doing in the world, because I'm excited to share it with a bunch of my lawyer friends here in D.C. Uh, so Welcome. Thank you. And Dirk is here now as well. Hi. Oh, hi, Dirk. Um, Okay, cool. So let's get started. Did you know that you wanted to write a book? What led you to writing this book and finding your way to Dr. Angela Loria and the um, author incubator? I'll start with that. And I know um, Dirk will want to chime in as well because for me – uh, and I, I can't remember if you know this story or not, but I've always known, I guess in the back of my mind, that I would end up becoming an author in one way or another. Um, when I was in high school, I, I, everybody would talk about, what do you want to be when you grow up sort of thing? And mine was always, I thought I would be an author of children's books. So um, that's one of the reasons I love our book cover as well. I wish I could take credit for it, but it just had that fun energy that I always kind of imagined okay. somehow I would publish something that would be fun like that. Um, and when I... said there goes the next great American novel so so um, it is, it's not a children's book or it's not the great next great American novel but um, I think I always knew that that I would write a book but um, with your permission I would like for Dirk to talk about specifically this book and how how that came about uh, we had a holistic wellness center in San Antonio for a couple of years and fast forward to a few years ago we after Beverly's youngest son graduated from high school we pretty much sold everything got rid of our furniture, put everything in storage, and we did about a year and a half around the world backpacking trip that actually was cut short because I injured my knee. We came home for what we thought would be just a few months to let it heal. And right after we got home, some of my cousins and my sister were asking us questions about nutrition and wellness. And I started composing an email to answer some of their questions, and it kept getting longer and longer. And we talked about it and decided as long as we're going to be home for a few months, let's make let's write a book about this. And so started writing it and after about a month and came across Angela's ad on Facebook and got involved with her program. And it took a different direction, but it's primarily at its core, it's still a book about health and wellness. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's dig into that a little bit. Cause I know that a lot of the listeners 
um, are thinking about writing a book. And, you know, a lot of times there's these stories around, well, who am I to do that? Or, well, they must be so special. Or, you know, because Beverly knew she always wanted to, that's probably a good fit for her. So tell me a little about the process from deciding and seeing the Angela's um, ad and then kind of making it through. What were those discussions like? Did either of you have any resistance or um, and then just kind of how that evolved into the beginning of the program? You know, what we experienced was even though I always knew I would write a book, I'm 50 years old. I hadn't yet done it. <laughs> so um, absolutely, mm-hmm. I give a lot of credit to Angela's program for, um, you know, just getting me getting me off of that ledge, I guess, and so to speak. So I think even for someone who, even if you're like me and you're like, oh, I've always known that I'm going to write something, we have at least two friends who have been working on their books probably since we've known them, which is years. And uh, mm. so definitely credit Angela and her program for um, – you know, just having that accountability, just all of the guidance that you need, um, the whole program just from start to finish really I think is what, that once we decided we were going to write the book, it was it seemed like a really natural fit to work with Angelic because we knew we would get it done instead of, mm-hmm. oh, I've always known I'm going to do that in my case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dirk, did you have an experience? Uh, I've never had thought about writing book before the story I just told you, but we had yeah. we had thought we were only going to be home for a few months, and when we came across Angela's program and looked into it, we figured that's probably the best way to get it done quickly. Um, through the course of writing it, it kind of took a little different direction, and Beverly started practicing law again as a result, um, so we're still here, but um, yeah, I had never even thought about writing a book before that. Um, so what's this different? Tell me a little bit, either of you, about the different direction that you decided to take. I think a lot of people, here's another um, myth that I hear a lot, is people saying, um, well, I already know the book I want to write. Let me just write that first, and then I'll hire someone. Or let me just get that book done that I think I should write, um, and then I'll figure out the marketing later. Talk a little bit about the book that you did write and how that kind of changed from what you thought you might want to write about. Yeah, well, we, as Dirk mentioned, we set out, or actually he did start writing the book, um, and it was going to be a health and wellness book for sort of a general audience. I, you know, part of my background includes burning out in the practice of law twice. So we write about that in the book. <laughs> but it didn't, um, it didn't start off to be a book for lawyers, partly because of that. That was part mm-hmm. of my, mm-hmm. um, I guess, personal journey. But we, so Dirk already had a good part of the book written. And, um, and it's so true, though. You don't really know. The book will write itself once you just get started. So if you're thinking, oh, I'm going to write it first and then see if I can find someone to publish it or what have you, um, for us, it was really that experience of drilling down who is your ideal reader instead of just a general audience. Um, and Angela just does such a great job of in her program um, just really making that point that you've got to be able to write to one specific ideal reader and when we started really going through that process, we realized that in our case, the perfect ideal reader was a younger version of me. 
And that's how Happy Lawyer mm-hmm. was born instead of just trying to write a general health and wellness book. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting because I have a similar – I was in education before I got into holistic wellness. And um, I see, especially now I've been out for about 11 years, and I see so many educators on the burnout path, and I can see it because that's what happened to me, (laughs) you know? And I always think, like, if I went back now knowing what I know, you know, and so I I do work with a lot of teachers um, and principals, actually, on energy management and Ayurveda and things like that to help. But I always think, like, what, you know, sort of what kind of energy and power I would have had in the classroom had I used or had the skills that I teach people now, (laughs) you know? Yeah. It sounds like similar with you guys. Yeah. Um, Okay. So now you're in the writing process. There has to be, that was a little challenging or something that came up or was triggering or that you had resistance to. Can you think of anything during the program? You know, when I was thinking about this question earlier because it comes up a lot, and I was thinking, you know, I, I write like I talk, which means I just, you know, I'm pretty good about just getting things out on paper. I tend to journal a lot, but you don't know how, how good it is. You know, you just, um, Angela's mantra is keep writing forward. And for me, that's uh-huh. totally natural, but I have uh-huh. to give a lot of credit to the editing process through the author incubator because, to me, the resistance was more like, okay, now that I've got it all out there, is it worthy? You know, would anybody ever want to read this? So my, I guess, mm-hmm. um, obstacles or, or challenges kind of came later down the road. I didn't really experience writer's block. There probably has more to say about that part of it than I okay. do, but that was my mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little bit once it shifted direction. I wrote enough content for a whole book on health and wellness and through this whole process, got squeezed down to four chapters in the middle. And when it came to the other chapters that Beverly ended up writing most of, it was a lot of things that I weren't necessarily as familiar with or had as easy a time writing about as I did the, the wellness stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then now tell me a little about what it was like to be in the cohort. So the program has... Um, people going through the process together and uses a lot of, in my experience, and I did the program two years ago, so it is a little bit different now, um, but I learned so much from the other participants and from their questions and their experiences. So what was being in the cohort like for you guys? Yeah, I, and I still have great friends that, I, that it's like you go through pledge class together or something. You know, I, was never, <laughs> totally. I almost feel like I was just because of the cohort. Um, and you do, you learn so much. Um, for us, I felt like it was a little bit of a different experience or maybe a lot of a different experience because we're co-authors. And yeah. we were able to, we had the benefit of being able to bounce ideas off of each other, even outside of the cohort, and then just bring really our most pressing um, questions either to the Facebook group or um, to the weekly calls. But what I, what I learned was don't just rely on that because you might not even know you have a question until you hear another person from your cohort ask a question and you're like, oh, that applies to me and I never even thought about that. So I thought that right. was really um, a great experience. Um, what about how did you guys manage the writing together? Like, what were your logistics? I'm just curious, like, how to co-author. Um, what was that process like for you guys? 
it started out, like you said, I, for about a month, I did pretty much all the writing. And once we got involved in the program, I really started doing a lot more of it. Um, it, it worked well. Just, I, I believe she's a better writer and a little bit better with technical things, um, more on the visual side of things, graphics, that kind of stuff. So we kind of worked well together. We have different strengths and weaknesses that kind of complemented each other. Yeah, the way that we ended up, uh, the direction we ended up moving in, um, which was also a suggestion, great suggestion by Angela, was the book, since it's titled Happy Lawyer, and we ended up selecting a lawyer as our ideal reader, and I'm the lawyer and Dirk is not, so it was natural that it would be written in the first person from me, but a lot of it I was able to take Dirk's content and just kind of Beverlyize it <laughs> or mm, lawyerize okay. it. Um, and mm-hmm. then there's a separate section in the book that's Dirk's Corner, and so it's the perspective of what's it like for the spouse to be married to the lawyer. So it just all came, mm. came together pretty nicely once we identified our ideal reader and, and learned how to, um, you know, take advantage of the strengths that we each, you know, were able to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we've moved through the process and the writing process and um, – not really having any sort of big challenges along the way, it sounds like. It's a pretty good fit. I mean, I think that one of the things that I always keep in mind and share out to people when we're talking about is it a good fit or not is that a lot of times um, the author, Angela's interviews and the author incubator are choosing people who are saying yes to the process and who are highly motivated and who want to, make and find the time and move through the program and trust it. So um, I think it's, it's obviously on purpose, and that's, like, such a gift, actually, I found around being surrounded with people who were also like that. Um, it was really empowering to sort of have in the cohort and in the group and then beyond um, other people who had authors who had servants' heart and were building their movement. So when did your book come out? Uh, June of last year, June of 2017. So tell me about that process, the book coming out, and then what you guys have been doing with it since then. For me, that was, you know, you're talking about challenges, and, yeah, I didn't really face a lot during the writing process, but the Mm -hmm. big challenge was actually when the book launched. And a big part of, I guess, the reason for that is, there are some personal stories that I share in the book that I had never shared before. So yes. it was kind of, you know, getting past myself and saying, okay, this book is intended to, to it's not about me, right? It's intended to, to serve a higher purpose and I just have to let it go. So that was really once it all came together, we went through the editing process, we ended up with what I think is this great book with a beautiful cover. And now we're releasing our baby out into the world Um, Mm -hmm. so that was a very scary thing. What we've done with the book since then is, um, as Dirk mentioned, in the process of writing the book, I decided quite inconveniently but wonderfully at the same time that I did want to practice law again. I thought I was done with that career, but when I was writing the book, I Mm. thought, you know what, just to your point about what you were saying about um, teaching, yeah. (laughs) Yep, I could totally connect with that because – that's how I felt too. It was like, you know what? Now I realize I can do this in a better way 
And I'm not done. I don't want to leave this profession after all these years going, well, that really sucked. So um, what I've been doing and what we've been doing together, because Dirk has really helped me a lot, and we are both working in, um, in my law firm here in Texas. So we've had that going, um, which started out as a side hustle. And we've been managing both. But what we've done with the book is um, to reach out and um, start uh, coaching with other professionals. Uh, we've got a coaching program going on that um, we really want to be able to uh, do even more of that once we get things kind of more in place with the law firm. So we've been running both of those tracks parallel. Wow. Okay. So writing the book and having it published led you to this whole other exploration of kind of returning to your first love and doing it in a more sustainable and manageable way and creating programs that were also aligned with what you're teaching now. Um, is there anything that you thought might happen that didn't happen or anything that surprised you? Um, maybe I heard some of, of uh, your experience, Beverly, maybe from Dirk's perspective, like I totally understand about being afraid, having that fear as it's coming out with your personal stories. Um, so is there anything that was unexpected or that's been an awesome result? Um, just part of the whole process, really. I mean, it started out being my idea to write the book, and I started writing it. And once it shifted into a lawyer book, it, it went a different, you know, went a different direction, but it shifted more onto Beverly. And she's talking about the story that she shares. It was really written from the first person with her, at the end of each chapter, there's Dirk's Corner, just to keep, even though I wrote almost half the content, that really is just to kind of keep me in front of the reader as the co-author. As far as anything unexpected since then, I really can't think of anything. It's, it's been a pretty smooth process working with both the author mm -hmm. and curator and since then with the publisher. Mm-hmm. And then what's on the horizon? You guys want to write more books? <laughs> <laughs> we well, I was going to say we do want to write more books. I don't know if Dirk <laughs> would agree with that now with everything, all the books that we've got spinning. But it is definitely uh, my plan to write another book. And you know, um, I'm glad that you asked that question because I almost uh, started writing the second book earlier this year, and it was just going to be mm. one of those where you know you you also have to be realistic. Because yes. once, you, once you get going with the program, as you know, you have to be able to, to dedicate yourself to it. And I think that's why it was a pretty smooth process for us the first time around. We had the time and the energy and the desire to do it. Um, so, yeah, I know that we'll, we'll write another book. <laughs> it may be later this year or next year, but we'll do it. Yeah, right now, the well, law firm really is taking up all of our time. She started her new practice last fall really, and we moved into a physical office space about a month and a half ago, so we've really just been ramping this up, and it's taking all of our attention at the moment. I just think it's so fascinating because I definitely found the process and then, like, going through the program and having that book at the end of it, like, very addicting. <laughs> I remember being in the program and being like, I can't wait to start, you know, already had idea for number two and idea for number three. And I remember Angela saying, like, okay, slow your roll, Pleasance, like one book at a time. And, it, you know, especially for me in sort of, again, sustainability and holistic wellness, like having space 
to care for my clients and retreat participants and my family, right? Like to have all the pieces for um, people like us, it's actually really good coaching to say, slow down and pay attention to where you are right now because it's easier for us to do idea, 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 you know? So um, that's what I really like about Angela's genius is being able to see that in people. And some people need a little bit more fire under their tush through the process. And then there's some of us who we need to be told, like, pull back a little bit. Um, you don't need to do all the things right now. Mm. <laughs> and I actually yeah. think that that was, right, more sustainable long-term because two years later, you guys, like, I'm still using my book for talks and workshops and retreats. Like, it's, I don't need to move on already to the next thing um, to kind of keep growing my business. Like, I created something that's really a gift and, and still of service and still relevant. And so that's been just so surprising. So I like hearing that you guys were like, yes, we have other ideas and we have some priorities right now that we're working on. <laughs> yeah, and I love hearing that because it's so funny. When we got to the castle, when, we, when our book was, when our manuscript was completed, um, on the flight, on the way there, we live in Texas and obviously, you know, we're flying up to D.C. And we landed mm-hmm. and I said, oh, I just wrote the second book in my head on the way here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like ready to go before the first one was published. But the program that um, when we talk about it in our book, but our, our program um, when we do work with, with lawyers in our, you know, spare time uh, is a balanced way, right? So it's all about having that balance. And so when you said that just now, I thought, well, yeah, that was, we had to come to terms with the fact that we're not following our own advice if we jump into writing a second book right now. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And I think that I think the other point about doing it in a group and with a mentor is that she pointed that out and sort of left to my own, like left to my own work time and flow and energy. I would just create and create and create. And if you really are there to serve, right, the servant's heart, and you really are dedicated to your clients, it's not of service to just keep creating, keep creating, keep creating all the time. Um, And that that was just like a huge takeaway that I see two years later. Like I couldn't have known that right after the program, you know? Um, And so I I get out that sort of writing itch in other ways, (laughs) you know, and do it in other creative forms and then focus on my client work around my book. (laughs) Um, Okay. So tell me how people can reach you, how can they work with you and where can they find you? Um. They can reach us by emailing info at balanced-way.com. Um, the book website is at that same name. It's balanced-way.com. So they could do that. They could call us at the office here. The phone number is 830-515-5854. Okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah, you can totally – This the webpage for this podcast has – I'm looking at it – has – the link to the book and um, to your Facebook pages. Um, so you guys are pretty active there. They can click through. Yes. Looks yep. like. And yeah. they can also. Okay, cool. Uh, you've got it on there. Perfect. Yeah. So balance. Um, okay, awesome. It's, it's, sorry. It goes to, no, no, I'm just clicking on to make sure that it's the right link. And it looks like it goes right to that beautiful 
um, landing page for the book and how to contact you guys right on that page. So that's great. Um, so just to close, I always like to just kind of honor the work that you are doing as other um, like-minded and like-hearted um, souls out in the world, really putting this work forward. Just like you said, Beverly, it's not always easy, and we have to go through a lot in order to get this work in the world when they are personal stories. Um, and so I really appreciate and honor you guys moving through that and sharing your work and helping others because it's really important. So thank you so much, and um, hope to meet you guys in person someday. Thank you so much. This was fun, and it's an honor to get to be on the show. So thanks so much. Yes, thank you. Yay. Yeah, of course. Have a great day. See you guys. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.